Welcome back to Talk in Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And tonight we're discussing Season 3, Episode 10, The Giving Tree. Original air date, December 10th, 2008. Written by Elizabeth Heldens and directed by David Boyd. So this is going to be a really fun episode. I'm glad we're back. We had a week off. Uh, after the break, Matt from the Lonely Boys podcast will be joining us for questions and comments and segments. So... I'm excited that he's finally here since I harassed him when we were on his podcast. <laughs> You're like, you like Friday Night Lights? You need to come on. If you see in the show, you need to come on. He's like, okay. Yeah, how many times are you going to harass me about that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Will, he sent us his comments, but I wanted to say this at the top of the show. He says, I love this episode. We had teenage sex bar fights, Eric Taylor going ballistic twice, a sappy mother-daughter talk, a Crucifictorious concert, a silver Prius, and a Panthers victory all in one episode. It was perfection. Right? It was so it good. It was really good. I really, really enjoyed every moment of this episode. It, it felt really good to see character friendships that you don't normally see, like Lila and uh, Julie. Just, it felt good. It just felt really homey and cozy. Yeah. So summary for this episode, Buddy loses his cool over a deal gone sour and wrecked the (sighs) local strip joint, which causes Lila to lose her cool and walk out on him. (laughs) We'll get to that, but I want to start with Tyra and Landry. So Tyra is upset. She's back at school. She missed a lot and she's falling behind on SAT prep. So Julie suggests, hey, why don't you ask Landry for help since he has nothing else going on? Yeah. I didn't like that. I didn't like that either. And also, if Julie is in tune to the fact that Tyra uses Landry and she makes a point to say that to her friend, wouldn't she be like, maybe reach out to Landry? But not just not the way the wording of it was not cute. It was not a nice thing to say. It's not cute. You're right. It was not cute. And so Tyra is like, you're right. So she goes and stops over at Landry's during Crucifictorious practice, interrupts, and sees if he can coach her for SAT prep. This is really funny because all the band members are judging because it's clear here that you're a doormat, Landry, and everyone sees it. Even Devin's like, oh, come on. And they're eyeing each other, her and the other guy. Like, of course, it's, it's Tyra. Like, And did you think that that was selfish of her to go there? While he was practicing? I think she was, she's so used to this type of relationship that they've set up that it didn't even occur to her, but it is not right for her to interrupt band practice. Yeah, I agree. She could have like read the situation and been like, oh, you guys are practicing. Okay, I'll come back later. Or, hey, can you call me later? You know, when you hear like the, you hear the music from the street, you assume, oh, okay, they're practicing. Maybe I'll just touch base with you later. But that's not how the relationship normally goes. That's not the flow of it. So she just was doing what she's normally used to doing. It's yeah, not working she's, anymore. Right. She's just being Tyra. And so Landry agrees. He'll help her study. And we have a few study sessions. One in particular where he's over and Angela tells him how much he miss, she misses him and says, hey, do you think you can help us out? And kind of just throws him back into this like, you are our person we go to when we need help. 
And not only for Tyra, but for the family, too. Because here's yeah. Angela asking for help. You know what I was thinking in that scene? Yeah. Billy, Billy has tools, I'm sure. He can come over and help. He's a part of the family now. So Exactly. Right? Yeah. I thought that was rude. Immediate. And, she, and, like, she's... I get it. Like, she's really comfortable around him. But, like, so inappropriate of you being in a towel in front of your <laughs> daughter's 17-year-old friend. Like, yep. I was like, oh, my God. Like, what if she fell and you know, a nip slip yeah, situation hello. exactly yeah. I know. not good well, but clearly the colettes don't care i mean especially with landry because even though tyra and landry were involved they also he's like a family member he's a brother angela's like he's a son it's like really there's some great areas but during their last study session landry tells tyra like i have to go and because i have practice and Tyra's not taking it seriously. And so he flips out on her and he goes, you don't respect my time. And he gives the speech about the book, The Giving Tree, and how she just takes, 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 takes and gives nothing back. Yeah, especially. And and he also says, you know how I feel about you, which makes it worse, which makes right. it worse. And she doesn't deny it. But and right. then it pisses her off that he refers to her as selfish and then later on, I know we'll get to it, but like the way she made up to him, made it up to him in a way, she was even still mad about it. I'm like, well, well you got to hear him out. Like it's he's giving you all these examples of why you're selfish in this relationship. And she yeah. just she doesn't want to believe it because that hurts. And I get that. And she's not a naturally selfish person, but in this specific relationship, she is well nobody wants to be called selfish of course not but if you're be- you know what do they say <laughs> i don't know what do they say it's like if you call it i don't know yeah like calling the kettle black basically yeah okay tomato tomato sure sure, sure. <laughs> but how did you like the way tyra apologized she gets him this um he gig. gets him a gig. Yes, thank you. Gets him a gig for him and his band to perform. And they have a good turnout. And Julie's like, hey, Tyra, he looks pretty cute up there. And then and said, she's and like, then, he does. Right. And then when when she tells him before this that he got the gig, like, don't say I never gave you anything. Nelly, first of all. But second yeah, of all. first off. Let's like, that was the that. scene I was talking about. She's like, yeah. here, me, Mrs. Selfish, I'm getting you this gig. And... She could have been like, I heard what you were saying and it hurt me that you call me selfish, which she does kind of say to him, like, you really hurt my feelings. But here I'm trying to make it I'll try and make it up to you somehow. I don't know. I know it didn't really sit right with me. No, it just it felt like she was putting a Band-Aid. Yeah. Temporarily. And I don't know if she's going to have a change of heart because that last scene with her staring at Landry, I'm like, I'm sorry. No, there's no way. There's no way that mm-mm, I'm sorry. She's I think she's just like. uh, What's the word? <laughs> Having a rebound like, oh, again, my heart broke. My heart's broken from cash. Landry looks actually really cute and he cares about me and he told me he cares about me. So maybe I should try it again. Which, Mm -mm. by the way, Cash 
is credited in an episode, but I don't actually think he appears. Okay, so that was the last of him, we think? I hope so. I hope so. According to second research that I did, I think that's it. And it should be. It shouldn't be that hard. (laughs) You would think. You would think. But then he's credited. So in this one episode, I'm like, well, all right. So we will see. But I'm pretty sure he's done. Okay, good. Because that was not my fave. I mean, listen, listeners, you can weigh in. Send a nasty message and be like, yo, Michelle, do your homework better. I'm inviting you. Get in the DMs. Anyone. Anyone. (laughs) (laughs) I think they probably couldn't find out either. You know, It's true. Yeah. Unless you like binge the rest of this season and you're like, oh, yeah, no, we don't see him. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to milk drinking J.D. McCoy. So there is a house party going on (gasps) and Madison is hosting. She flirts with J.D. and he's hesitant. She wants to give him a Cosmo and he's like, no, I'll drink milk. It's really weird. He didn't say milk, though. She She, said, I'll give you milk. She like put this on him like you're the milk yeah. guy now I'm like this is the weirdest shit I've ever heard but don't you think it's like because you're innocent like, right, like here, you're a little kid, have a glass you drink of milk, milk. yeah but then she weird. liked him afterwards to me she right. was like oh here's your glass of milk you little child but then she still likes him it's so. weird it's really weird maybe she likes to parent that's her like mo in a relationship I mean maybe we could dive deep in there but <laughs> Madison stops by the McCoys to see JD and Joe clocks this. He's not happy about it. Later on, we see Joe and JD talking over basketball about how, listen, football is your main focus. You can't be focusing on girls, a.k.a. Madison. And JD's like, well, she's not going to wait around forever. And he's like, yeah, she will. Your main focus is football. Hmm. How did you feel about them playing basketball? I'm like, It's kind of random that you play basketball, yet you tell your kid all you should be focusing on is like football and studying and like, you know, keeping your one track mind. I was like, oh, random that you're playing basketball with him, though. Like, that's not football. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I guess I think it was kind of more of just like a bonding moment. Like, hey, let's hang out and let's shoot shoot some hoops because it's in the driveway. I mean, isn't that what people do? I don't do that. I've never had a basketball hoop. So. Like, listen, I we had we grew up with a clubhouse. We'd have to travel to play hoops. Yeah, and I think we only played when we had that volleyball court for like, I don't know, what did they? We had that for like five years, ten years. We had that volleyball court. We had it for a while. Did we? Where was that? It was like on the other side of the backside of the of the clubhouse, like where the actual condos were. It's a parking lot now. Like, there's nothing there. But we also had <gasps> um, tennis yes. in there, too. We still have tennis. Oh, we still have you, tennis. Our parents still have tennis. And uh, bocce ball. Ugh, and yeah. the indoor uh, bowling alley. Which I've never done. Really? Sam and I yeah. did it, like, a few times. Like, a handful of times. Weird that we'd had that growing up. <laughs> I know. And condo kids. Condo kids. We don't know how to park our car. We don't know how to driveway. We We never had to shovel. We never had to shovel. It was weird putting our garbage out twice a week to the curb. Mm -hmm. That's weird. Condo kids don't do that. Condo kids don't do that. Hashtag condo kid. (laughs) Anyway, so before the game, 
Tim notices that JD is kind of telling Madison like, hey, we can't hang out. This can't be a thing. And so the team notices and he gets on the bus and Tim's like, what are you doing? Why are you putting this girl off? You know what's the best thing to do before a game is to get laid. (laughs) And also, how are you supposed to gain respect from the team? Okay. Fair enough, Tim. Yeah, I like I see where he's coming from, but also it's that's, like that's Tim. It's like that's Tim. his mentality. Is like he's like know. it works like a charm. You get laid, you have you have the team like pump you up and <laughs> you do really well at the game. Like it all works out every time. Like this is my foolproof plan. Yeah. It's true. So later that evening we have pillow talk between Katie and Joe, and Katie really wants her son to date. Like, leave him alone. It's innocent. And Joe's like, no, no, we had a talk. He said he's not going to hang out with her anymore. And he gets up and he looks out the window and he sees JD sneaking out and going yeah. to hang out with Madison. I and Katie smiles. Yeah, I, I really liked it. I'm right? afraid for next week, like what oh. the repercussions are of that. You should but be. I liked how we ended that scene of like Katie laughing it off and Joe just being like, oh, he thinks he's going to get away with this. I wish yeah. he just would get away with it. Just one time, just let him get away with it. But right. we know that right. that's not going to happen. Doesn't Jeremy Sumter remind you of Tim? It's just like Tim who? Barnett. Oh. It's like his voice, like this was Tim when Tim was 16. Like if he had dark hair, that would have been Tim. I don't know. It's just like his tone of voice and the way he's, he's got like a higher pitched <laughs> voice. I can't explain it. Every time I see you on the screen, I'm like, Tim? I imagine this is what Tim was like at 16. I don't think so. Actually, I don't think he's 16, right? He's like 15 because he's a freshman. But ages don't matter. Anyway. You know, funny story about Tim, our good friend Tim. He hangs out with the boys on Thursday. And so he randomly bought that thing that you hit your knees to test reflexes with. What is (laughs) that called? Do you know what that's called? Yeah, it's like, yeah, I've, it's, I guess it has a proper name, but yes, I know exactly, you know, the reflexology thing. <laughs> right. So he was like playing with it on Thursday and I'm like, what is what? this? And he's like, yeah, I bought it to see if it would work. And I was like, I've actually never had that done to me at the doctor's. Like, I've never had that done. Never and they in were your like, whole life? Never in my whole life. And they're like, what are you crazy? Like all the guys were like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Sit down. My pediatrician always did that. I never had that done. (laughs) And so they're like, sit, sit. We'll do it to you. And I'm like, oh my God, like I'm afraid. And so I like just do it. So they do it lightly and like my, like a tiny jerk. But I was expecting like a full on kick. (laughs) And so I'm like. like a little bit. Yeah. And so I was like, that's it. And they're like, that's it. And so now we have it. Tim like left it at our house and it's on our shelf for decoration. I just don't get why he bought that to see if it would work. Like it's the same (laughs) tool that doctors use. So why wouldn't it work? (laughs) I don't know. Just to be weird and funny. Yes, that is weird. It would be weird. All right, let's move on to Buddy (laughs) and Lila. Okay, so Buddy's at the landing strip. He's with a business associate and we learn and he learns that one of his investments went bad. Turns out, he lost $70,000. Bad is an understatement. Yeah. Which leads to him to get into a fist fight, get arrested, and cause like $30,000 worth of damage to the landing strip, which I'm like, 
Mm. Really? $30,000? No. You That's not there? adding up. <laughs> yeah. So he tells Coach all of this. And so then Tammy, she heads to Lila's to tell her about her dad. And she offers, why don't you come stay with us if you need it? And so Lila sleeps over. And her and Julie have this sweet bonding moment because Julie expresses, you know, kind of fills her in on uh, what happened with her and Matt earlier in the day. But like, why wouldn't Lila just go to Tim's? Yeah. Did you think this was weird? Like, I get it to set up Julie and Lila, but it felt weird. Yeah, I assume that that's where she would go. And that's where she does go later on in the show, in the episode. Right. Right. But yeah, I was like, well, I'm happy for this. And I wanted her the second time to go there again. But she does go to Tim's. So Yeah. And I listened. It was cute. And I listened to Clear Eyes, Full Hearts. Because I was like, I wonder what they would say. And they said the same thing. Like, they felt it was weird that she went to the Taylors, even though they liked her and Julie having the moment. So Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, so Buddy is charged with drunken disorderly, assault, and battery. Like I said, $30,000 worth of damage at the landing strip. And he pleads not guilty. So Mm -hmm. he then tells Lila what happened how the money was stolen and it was an invest, how he feels the money was stolen, that the investment went sour and that they're in deep shit essentially. And so Lila's like, I'll get a job even with college coming up. And he's like, Ooh, about that. Your college fund is no longer. Yeah. I was like, no, isn't this so bad? Fucked up. What's wrong with you, buddy? Buddy. What's wrong with you, buddy? She storms out. She goes to Tim's and Buddy shows up. He attempts to get to Lila. He's banging on the door. Lila, I need to speak to you. Come home. I need to speak to you. She goes out and she gives him a piece of her mind. How good was this scene? Loved it. Perfect. So good. So good. She goes back and she's like, I'm not going home with you. You screwed up all the things. And then Tim comes out and handles it like a champ. So calm. Just be like, I think you need to go. It was so beautifully done. Right? I was like, damn you, Tim. Tim. Always. Riggins. Small little part. He calls his daughter selfish. Selfish. And she's like, where the fuck did you get that from? Because I haven't been selfish this entire time. I'm the only one that wants to have a relationship with you. Yeah. And wants to be near you and live with you. And this is how you treat me. I'm selfish because you sent away my entire college tuition i know like no like what is she supposed to do now vanderbilt what's gonna happen with that right well she's gonna have to apply for a shit ton of scholarships and i don't know that's really all you can do just take out a bunch of damn loans and (laughs) live like the rest of us in the world I (laughs) i know right you know it's so sad and then buddy leaves her this voicemail and you're just like, you know, Lila's hurting, but also, buddy, give it some space, man. Yeah, just give her like some time to really decompress. Yeah. And come to her senses, which will be correct because her senses have been correct this entire time about him. But right. he really needs to just stew in his misery. He needs to remember why this all happened was because of him. And as Lila said, you cheated on mom. You guys, you broke up our family. Now you're the one who's really deter- like destroying our family again. And you take some responsibility for it. Like, I'm done with this. 
Yeah, Buddy's pretty frustrating this episode and next mm-hmm. week's episode. No, I'm sure. Yeah. So our mules is what we're calling them. Mules. Okay. They're exchanging I love you's and in bed. They're in Matt's bed. And they're doing the, oh, let's just play another song. We'll put off getting up. Coach comes to pick Julia. It was supposed to be Tammy. Liz is <laughs> fainting on the screen. Dead. Coach is supposed to come pick Julia up. He knocks on the Saracen's door. No one answers. So he walks in. He mm. walks in and then mm. walks into Matt's bedroom and then walks right out, obviously, and gets in the car because of what he saw. But like, can we take a second? He just walks in. Yeah, I'm just really surprised at that. I mean, I think, I guess he truly felt like they were not sexually active. He was like, I'm just going to go in there because no, what can. do I have to lose? I have to figure, you know, find Julie. I was mortified, mortified for them. Have you had this happen to you? Have I had this happen to me? Um, or like close. I've had this have close enough where it's uh, it's been awkward. I think <laughs> I have to ask Aunt this. I think when Sam was with John and the four of us were in North Carolina Oh, you remember my aunt's old house and the bonus room had that glass door. I think John might have saw some things (laughs) when he walked by that because that's where aunt and I slept. (laughs) So I saw some things. Yeah. Maybe like aunt's butt cheek or something at a point. (laughs) But definitely like a little sometimes too close to comfort Mm -hmm. living at home and yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like as I got older, <laughs> my family was like, I'll give you a heads up if I'm right. coming home or if we're, you know, kind of thing. But at that age, oh, my God, I would have literally died, literally have died. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. And so coach can't sleep over this. Tells Tammy what happens. <gasps> Tammy tries to bring it up with Julie and Julie's like, all right, just give me my punishment. And Tammy's like, no, your punishment is you have to talk to me about this. I like so, that. Me too, because, because you shouldn't be punished for right, having sex. Not, don't punish her. Let's have right. a, a cop. Like it's already has it has happened. You're not yeah. preventing anything else from happening. It's happened. And right. so she's just like, you need, you need to talk to me about it. I just want to make sure that everything is safe and going the way it should be like that you respect each other that's what she's focusing on and so when they had that conversation I mean I cried it was beautiful I know and so they have this talk and Tammy asked do you love each other what are you using for protection and then Tammy just cries and she says I really wanted you to wait and Julie's like, I didn't want to disappoint you. And they hug. And it's just very sweet. And I feel like this conversation was handled very well. I absolutely agree. Out of all the shows so far that we've watched, as we said, this one's the most realistic anyway. Yeah. yeah. But that to me was parenting like 101, like the exact way you should react when your child tells you something or that you find out something about your child that you didn't think was happening. And now it's happening and you have to just deal with it. Like, 
what was she going to do? Just say you're you're not allowed to leave. You're not allowed to go to mass anymore and not have sex again. Like ha- that would just make them want to do it more. So right. the fact that she's having a conversation with her and just being like, let me just understand like where your head's at just to make sure that this is all OK. And like you're not just rushing and doing this for, you know, some sort of reason like she was going to in season one. I know, you know, and Tammy was like, please tell me you're not going to do it. Yeah. And it, she did wait. A little bit. She waited. I mean, hey, she's, as we now know, a senior in high school. So (laughs) I guess. I don't think she's a senior. So she's not. She's not a senior. I don't know. I feel like she's only a junior. All right. Either way, she waited a little bit longer. (laughs) Someone will tell me. Someone will figure it out. I feel like I always try to get the ages straight and I don't. I know it doesn't matter. I know it It does though. It kind of does. Well, like. For me to figure out things, but I know in like the grand scheme of it all and storyline purposes are going to do whatever they need to do anyway. So I shouldn't yeah. matter. It shouldn't matter. But yes, I loved that entire scene. It was probably one of my favorite scenes. I really enjoyed Julie in this episode, shockingly, and Lila. My two like wishy-washies were really good. So uh, I was very happy overall. I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> uh, Matt goes over to pick Julie up to go to the movies and Tammy's like hey why don't you go see coach he's out back no and so he goes out there and I felt so cringy for Matt because coach is like working hard cleaning that grill which is like such a dad thing right like Mm -hmm. so relatable and coach doesn't say much and just says that's my daughter and women are to be respected and Matt's like totally agree I get it same page yeah yeah, again, like another thing, like what's coach going to say na- at this point? Like it's already happened. So right. he just has to just make sure while it continues to happen that everything's copacetic because right. if it's not, <laughs> he's going to say something about it. But exactly. like out of all kids, you well, want Matt to, you want Matt to be the right? one, you know? Oh my gosh. Like I thought he might have said that to him or I thought maybe Tammy yeah. was going to say that to him like you know, out of all the kids, I'm really happy that actually it's you. Like you are like such a good kid, respectable, respectful and, you know, morally sound. Just like he's just a good guy. The best. I know. <sighs> I agree. Cute. It. I kept thinking that, too. Like if you want anyone to date your daughter, it's Matt. It Harrison. would be Matt. Exactly. Yeah. If it's Tim, now we're worried. But even Tim's great in his own way just different yeah yeah just different. But you need someone to be able to handle tim yeah. which is lila like lila she handles him just fine she really does i they've really grown on me as a couple Same. me too I, really, I like them as a couple i think yeah. they work well did you first time around did you like it i really don't remember because i just had such the hots for tim Rickens. <laughs> <laughs> and you're at my level now yeah yeah like anybody he was with i didn't care like I there's like none of these couples in this show where I'm like, oh, I hate them or I dislike yeah. them or I, I just love all these characters. And so when some pair off and some don't and we see how they interact with each other, I like it all. Yeah. Minus cash, obviously. Oh, well, yeah. He sucks. He sucks. Yeah. Last but not least, we have this game. Things aren't looking great for the Panthers. They lost the appeal for a different ref for Friday's game. This game is really rough. The ref is really awful. Coach ends up flipping out and walks 
out of the game. Walks out and then goes into a local bar. But didn't they suspend him? Well, he walked out. I mean, he left the game. Oh, I thought they had like, they threw the flag and it was like (laughs) to symbolize that coach is not allowed on the field anymore. But I guess I completely misread that. (laughs) Or you read it correctly. I read it as like, he's upset with this ref. Ref Well, the ref doesn't, yeah. Sucks. He sucks. And that caused coach to walk out. But like, honestly, I don't really get football as we know. So maybe you're right. Either way, coach is out of the game. Yeah. Goes to the local bar to finish watching the game. He calls Wade to kind of try to give him plays through the for the phone but no one can hear him and so the Panthers do end up winning but it looks like Wade is getting the credit yeah but also he should get the credit he was there he made up the plays but it wasn't the coach couldn't connect to him so they already knew what play was gonna happen so we just kind of took over and just established that that was going what was gonna happen so I don't know. It didn't offend me. And no. I feel like Coach should just be proud that his team won. And just like next week, he'll just get it back together. Yeah. Uh, you're right. Because we're getting the chat. Because we are live tonight. Vic and Mike are both saying they kicked him out of the game. That's what the flag was. They yeah. ejected him from the game. So, yeah. 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 yeah like he go. was suspended. He couldn't stay. Either way, so. you know, he had to be able to walk away from it. And Weed had to take over. So. Yeah, Eesh. yeah. That's why he I went. don't mind Wade. Are we supposed to not like him? Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know he's associated with Joe, and nobody wants anyone to be associated with Joe. So, I guess I could assume that maybe he's a little. Crooked. I think I think next week you'll start to understand why we hate Joe so much. Yeah, yeah. Because like this week, I. While I'm bothered by him and I think the way he parents is really harsh, um, I don't like hate him. I just think like, oh, he's just a shitty parent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Ooh. OK, great. Something to look forward to. Yay. Uh, but we're going to take a short break. And then when we come back, we're going to have Matt from the Lonely Boys podcast join us. Yay. We hope you're enjoying this week's episode of Talk in Texas Forever and appreciate you for listening every week. All of our shows are funded by our buddies who pledge to our Patreon and it means the world to us. We have tiers starting at a dollar and offer some pretty cool perks like guest hosting on the podcast, listening to episodes a day early, invitation to the best group chat ever via Discord, and access to our exclusive Patreon-only podcast that discusses the reboot of Gossip Girl. To learn more about our network and everything we offer, check out patreon.com slash totalbettypodcastnetwork. Welcome back from break. We are joined by Matt from The Lonely Boys, a rewatch Gossip Girl podcast where he is the veteran and his co-host Brandon (laughs) is the newbie. Welcome. We're so happy to have you. Oh, my God. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah, I don't know where we got that idea to do a Gossip Girl podcast where (laughs) one person knew the show and one person did it. It's crazy. Yeah, but how cool is there's two guys doing a rewatch podcast from Long Island on Gossip Girl? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we really are. 
Yeah. <laughs> the the mirror image, the the uh, the, the other exactly. side of the equation here. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. But when we were able to go on your podcast, we had so much fun. But I feel like I harassed you to come on Talk in Texas. And then afterwards, I sent a message to Liz. I'm like, I think I bugged him way too much. Like, I asked way too much. I just got excited. No. I just got no, excited. No, you asked just the right amount. Because if you only asked once, I would have been like, OK, she was just being nice. She doesn't really want me to come on. But the fact that you asked three times, I was She's like, like OK, she guess. means it. Get on. <laughs> And now this? I don't feel and now I don't feel bad asking you guys to come no, back on the Lonely podcast anytime. We would love to. So perfect. Let's talk some FNL. Please tell us when did you first watch Friday Night Lights? OK, so I believe it was like the fall into winter of 2020. Just one of you know, that that first pandemic year where you're binging a lot of shows. And I I watch a lot of shows with my mom, who is a, a fan of your podcast. And her her favorite show happens to be Friday Night Lights. So she was trying to get me into it for a long time and she was finally able to. And so it took, you know, a few months. But I watched all of it and I was I was into it immediately. It's fantastic. I'm rewatching it now along with the podcast and I'm Aww. enjoying it even more. Thank you. So you've seen it once through? Once through. Yeah, this is my second. Once through. And how do you think it rates? It well, it ranks of the teen dramas that you've seen. It's it's almost you have to like rank it in a different category because it's so different from like your Gossip Girls or your One Tree Hills which I'm currently watching for the first time or stuff of that nature where like this is easily like the most realistic show of that of that genre like you feel like even with just like the camera work it kind of feels like a documentary uh the conversations feel real it doesn't sound like just kind of like lines that people are going to be quoting on twitter like it's real conversations real characters and and because of that like it's easy to say like it's it's the best of it because you could really like kind of relate to these characters where in Gossip Girl I'm having a really fun time watching it but there's no character where I'm like really relating to like I, I'm standing Blair obviously, obviously but I'm not <laughs> I, can't, I can't see myself in her shoes at any point but with these the characters are so much more uh, grounded and the storylines are relatable uh, even if you're not into football obviously it, it has a, a huge following even outside of football fans so it, it's it might it's like the best it's the best show out of, out of them but it's it's not it's not the same like i i think gossip girl still has a, a bigger place in my heart just because all the ridiculousness but friday night lights is obviously yeah up, right up there great answer we say this all the time oh, yeah. too it's the most list. relatable yeah. the most enjoyable i feel like i connect to almost every single character on this show and that's why mm -hmm. every week I'm so emotional watching it because I'm so happy or sad or confused or scared or whatever it is because I love them all so much. Each character is so good. Oh, yeah. This show can make me can make yeah, me cry like definitely. like no other. Like, Gossip Girl still finds a way to make me cry sometimes. But Friday Night yeah, Lights it's like, is every like every week, week. Here where Gossip yeah. Girl, it's like one every four seasons. <laughs> yeah. If that. Yeah. One every never. never. Gossip Girl. But I think I shed never. a little tear. <laughs> if you're Michelle. Yeah, if you're Michelle, never. Right, if you're Michelle. Yeah. All right, let's get into some questions. So Vic sent in a rapid fire, especially um, specifically for you, Matt. So, oh, my God. I'm honored. Here we go. Jason or Tim? Tim, definitely. Lila or Tyra? Tyra, definitely. Who is your favorite character on the show? Tyra. Yes. Ooh. Absolutely. I'm so happy that you guys love Tyra because I, I feel like she is misunderstood sometimes. But Ty when I first started watching, I was like, OK, I I'm not 
huge into any of these characters so far, but I feel like Tyra could be. And then, man, as soon as she chased that guy away with a baseball bat when he was he was hitting her mom, I was like, oh, my God, Tyra is perfect. And then just watching her all throughout these first three seasons, just her struggle with trying to get into college. It's just I I love Tyra so much. Yay. I love to hear (laughs) that. Who do you hate? Okay, I obviously anyone who hurts Tyra. So obviously Cash or her or the person that she murders in in, uh, <laughs> yeah. in season two. They're obviously all the way in the bottom as minor characters. But as far as uh, main characters go, I was just never really able to get into Jason Street. I know you guys love him, but okay. he's he, you know he's just such like a sad sack, and he, he should be because he's he's got a really tough break in life. But like he it got to a point where he's just like whining about everything, and then uh, so I, I was not too sad to see him to see him go off to New York wow I love that yeah I haven't heard that one yet I have yes (laughs) sorry to any of the street heads out there street head well I feel like I mean if you listen to the podcast I honestly feel like his story kind of just went "Mm," yeah oh my god also relevant to this season I hate I hate the McCoys both father and son interesting like Liz is wait we are waiting for her to arrive because my brother-in-law hates the McCoys hates the McCoys I hate Joe, and every week yes. Liz is like, oh, I don't know, I kind of get it. I don't mean to make I, you sound like that, Liz. That was well, no, it's I a great so, impression. I, it, like that, really, I but, thought it was her talking. <laughs> um, I don't. I understand the Joe of it all, but the JD, I am still waiting for that to happen. What about Katie? Do we hate Katie? No, I mean, I, I just lump her in with the rest of the McCoy. She's obviously okay. not nearly as bad, but, you know, it's that whole family I could do without. But she's obviously, you know, not not terrible as, as compared to the, the the gentleman of the McCoy family. OK. Yeah. All right. Well, can you give can I have mm, I was going to ask you something, but I, you're not going to give it to me. What were you going to ask? <laughs> I was going to ask if we take them into season four. I think, I'm not going to tell you that. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Because, like, that. we're three episodes away from the finale. How bad can these people get? I mean, I guess they can get really bad. <laughs> How bad can they get where they're, like, most hated? <laughs> right, exactly. Which is your favorite season? Uh, it go- I really love seasons four and five as the the uh, as my favorite, too. It goes back and forth. I think they both have their, uh, their pros. Right now, I'd say season four, but I could easily be flipped back to season five. Oh, I'm so excited because I've it. heard that four and five are really good. Yeah, I think it's like the rare show that gets better as it, as it goes. That's great. I'm so happy for that. Yeah, I'm. I know. I'm, ex- I'm excited for you to watch. I'm so excited for four and five. You it's- haven't even met some of my favorite characters. Right. That's I what I keep saying to her. I'm like, just wait. Just wait. It's. I'm it's, so excited. It's really good. Okay. And last question from Vic. Who from Gossip Girl who you can can you see visiting Texas? Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I mean, just okay. Blair just seems co- so out of place. Chuck seems out of place. I think, I think Nate could bro down I with uh, with some Nate. of the guys on the football team. Nate, Nate comes from a, a little bit of a soccer background. Mm-hmm. We don't see him play soccer too often, but he he allegedly knows how to play. So I, I think Nate could definitely uh, throw throw the football around with with the guys. I agree. Chase, I think as Chase is from Texas, isn't he? And also he auditioned. Oh, he? I believe he auditioned for Friday. Oh Lights. really? And, and he's he friends audition. with Taylor Kitsch. So yes. okay, that's perfect. Yes, yeah. I agree. I was going to say Nate would be make the most sense to me. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. All right. Lisa says, Lisa's back, by the way. We Hi, haven't heard Lisa. from her. I know. She says, I really hope Tyra and Landry don't get back together. I know they I know you both are team Tyra, but I am team Landry. 
I love that he finally put her in her place and it seems like he is finally getting past her and now she realizes it and it seems like she wants him back. It's tired and old and I am done with them as a couple. So please let it end. So sound off. How do we feel about Tandri? <laughs> Go on. You you, you, take, you can take it first. <laughs> Um, I'm also team Landry. Okay. I'm team Tyra by herself, team Landry by himself. While I wanted this so much to happen, the trauma bond kept them together. And I don't think that it was a realistic expectation of what they both are looking for in partners. I mean, I know Landry, he's like head over heels for Tyra because she's a strong, beautiful, independent woman who is a hard ass and he is just so opposite of that. So I get like the attraction there, but I don't think she's attracted to him anymore. I think she thinks she is just because he looks like he's a musician up there with his guitar. But I don't, I don't think she, uh, I don't know. I don't want it to happen, but if for some reason I'm just going to throw it out there, they end up being like end game. I'll be totally good with it. (laughs) (laughs) because I love them both that I would love them together if they decided that it was all going to work. I don't know if it's going to work. Yeah. I mean, I I obviously don't feel the need to uh, take sides here. I I am team Tyra always. That's my favorite character, but also team Landry. He's a character that makes me laugh like one of the most out of any of the characters. Mm -hmm. So I I love them both. I, the first time I watched, I remember I did not like when they uh, seemed to be hinting that they would get together. I, I generally don't like the trope of like the loser guy getting with like the pretty girl because I just never find it to be realistic or they just never seem like a good match. But mm-hmm. with the trauma bonding, I guess it made sense for a while. But I think you're right that we've gotten to the point where like it's stopped making sense. And I like them together. They have great chemistry. I just think they work a lot better as friends. And if Landry wants to help her with her SATs, that's fine. As long as, you know, she's not taking too much advantage of him and there's like an equal, you know, payoff for each side of the relationship. But I think they work great as friends. I love seeing them have their chats together. Together, I think when when Tyra called Landry in last week's episode, that was really touching. I thought that was great that she wanted to call Landry out of anyone. So I, I'd love to see them continue talking and being friends. But I, I think that's where it ends for me, too, as well, where they work a lot better as friends for me. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Friends, they have a great friendship. If they could only they really just do. like both move on respectfully and then just still keep their friendship, that would be like the ideal situation for me. But I don't think them getting back together. I don't know. I just see it going the same way it did the first time. I think it's a lesson that a lot of teen dramas need to learn, like more so with any other with than Friday Night Lights. But like guys and girls can just be friends with each other and not have to date. I feel anytime two people of opposite genders are like having a conversation with each other, they yeah. end up dating somehow. Absolutely. That's why I always love Lucas and Haley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Love, love, love. I love their friendship. And I love when we see just male, female friendship because it can yeah, be I love done. that. It can be done. And it's I possible. I, I swear to God, it's happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it happens all the time. <laughs> it uh, Kate says, was this the first time that Coach Taylor has been thrown out of a game? What will be the fallout of the situation? It seemed like everyone was really happy with the assistant coach's performance. And I'm a little nervous because you have mentioned that big changes are coming. Is Eric going to have to find a new job? Ooh. So before we get your predictions with that, Liz. Matt, what did you think of the scene with Coach getting thrown out, which I totally read wrong. 
um, because I don't know football, and I thought he left the game. <laughs> that, because, no, he definitely got thrown out. Yeah, no, he <laughs> got thrown out. Point, told, told him you're out of here or something. <laughs> yeah, like that. Right. Yeah, that was my clue that he had gotten thrown out. Yeah, right. Mm. Uh, what do you think of that whole scene, though? I loved the scene. Maybe my favorite scene in the episode. I could watch uh, Coach Taylor yell at referees all day. I think I think it was very funny. It was the hardest I laughed probably in the episode. But <laughs> I, I think uh, it seemed like the right move, like in the heat of the moment, because he told he told his team, like, don't worry, I'll handle the ref like you guys don't do anything. So in a- order to, I guess, keep his team in check, he took the bullet. He took one for the team, yelled at the refs to like kind of pump his team up so that he would get out of the game and they could all, you know, still win the game. But then as soon as it happens, it's like, you kind of don't want to give uh, the the audience, the town, whoever these people are, the people watching the show, like a taste of what it might be like without you, like mm-hmm. that maybe someone else can do your job. Like you don't ever want them to get used to you not being there. So it kind of worked in the short term, but we'll see if it works out in the long term as the as the person who asked the question uh, may be fearing. But yeah, I, I think it a good and bad move on his part. Yeah, yeah, what do you think, Liz? Do you think this means... Well, now you guys are making me nervous a little bit. <laughs> um, I, I think that's a really... A real possibility that Wade could come in and snag Coach's job. Because the town... I don't know if the town... like They love... They respect Eric. But I don't think they like love him. They're so ungrateful. You you even yeah. saw like in the beginning of either this season or the last season, like as soon as he loses a couple games, they're back to hating him. Exactly. Yeah, this guy just just won states for you. Like give him some leeway. <laughs> right. Like they just like whatever. If you're not winning, they just completely. Oh, my God. Throw you out. So I think maybe the boosters, maybe they'll collectively be like, hey, Wade is actually getting the kids to the state. Right. States what's happening next. So mm-hmm. maybe that will happen. I I mean, I could definitely see it. I could definitely see it. Maybe coach will get a job coaching in the college aspect again, and Wade will continue to take on for the Panthers. We'll see. We shall see what happens there. Mike asks, how will Lila afford to go to college, or will this financial situation keep her from going? No, she's going to college. She's going she to college. <laughs> she-, <laughs> she needs to get out. First of all, she needs to get out of that town. She would thrive yeah. somewhere else. And uh, I said, like like the rest of us in the world, she'll just take out a bunch of student loans and she'll be paying them back for the rest of her life. <laughs> That's how the normal American family does it, don't they? I mean. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you know, uh, unless she gets some sort of scholarship, I don't think she's going to get like a full ride scholarship. Yeah. Because I don't. I mean, she did say to him, like, you made me get really good grades so that I could go to college, so that I could use this money to go to a good school. So maybe her grades are good enough. Um, but I don't know. They make it seem like she's in a in a deep, deep hole now. So Yeah, I just want to say that I am so mad at Buddy for this episode. Oh, and I, I am awful. I am so, I am somewhat of a Buddy defender, but this is kind of a a low moment for Buddy for sure. I think I think he's a very funny character who very misguided of course and is kind of a dope, but a lot of times his heart's kind of in the right place and until this episode he did seem like a good dad to Lila, but this was just unforgivable what he does to just like risk his daughter's college like that's that's mm-hmm. terrible i i'm so mad at him right now he is uh i will not be defending him for at least a couple episodes well yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'd say so he's just 
We all know how I feel about Buddy, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, have you guys ever read The Giving Tree? I think I'm sure so. that I have. Yeah. I, 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 it seems like, I feel like when I was young, it just seems like a, a book that every, everyone has read. Yeah. Shell Silverstein. Yeah, read. agreed. I think, I mean, I can't really recall any of the, the wording and lines in it, but I feel like I definitely read that book or a concept of that book yeah. <laughs> back in the day. Have you ever had a friend who kept t- taking from you, taking the friendship for granted, and you always had to bend over backwards for them? Hmm. Again, I'm sure I'm sure that I have. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I, I feel that's just the type of person I am too, especially if if I'm in the the Landry situation where I just really like being friends with someone and they know they could take advantage of me. Like I, I'm just gonna go on, along for the ride for for a while at least. So I, really? I'm sure it's happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that tends to happen a few times. It's probably my fault, but it's fine. I, I've Aww. been there. I've definitely been there. I I know I've I always feel like I've bent over backwards for people before. And that's just like, that could go on a whole other tangent of just (laughs) how people operate and what you do for someone else. And then you hope you get the same Mm. almost respect and you don't. And Liz, any specific examples for you? I don't have specifics. um, But yeah, I mean, at my stage in my life, I feel like the friends that I have we equally bend over backwards for each other. So yeah, it's hard for me to recall a past time where that has happened because then I guess that friendship really didn't mean that much to me. That's so. true. Yeah. Good riddance. Yeah. You, you've forgotten all yeah. about them. By Goodbye. Now. Or relationship, whatever it is. Do you think JD will continue to see Madison? Hell yeah. I hope so. <laughs> she seems like she's like a little bit older. She's feisty. She is feisty. And so I was surprised when he was like breaking it off with her that she wasn't more feisty. She could have yeah. been like, excuse but me. She wasn't just like, like, no, actually, you're not. Bra- yeah, you're not she's up very pushy. And he's obviously very passive at this moment in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think this will continue. And Joe is not going to be happy about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, screw you, Joe. Yeah. Let the kid live. Honestly, let him let him talk to girls. I don't know. He's so annoying. I know. I know. It's infuriating. It's like that just like the worst kind of parenting to be that overbearing and hovering that your kid doesn't have any social life. All the kids make fun of him because he has like nothing but football in his life. Like he doesn't even have who's his friend? He never even like has a friend come over. Like there's no distractions. Because everything revolves around football, so it's it's gonna each it's gonna catch up to yeah, you, Joe. I just don't, like I, yeah, it, it, the football team's not gonna lose because JD is happy for a few minutes. Right? I, I, I don't I know. know. Even if it, even if it does, his happiness is more important than the football. I mean, I know that's a sin to say in Texas, but like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> seriously, just just let him have some fun. Like he's gonna end up hating football, and then th- th- there goes his whole future career if he doesn't even like want to do it anymore. Right, exactly. Like, who's to say this is what he wants to do for the rest of his life? I would be getting the hell out of Dylan and getting away from my those parents <laughs> and doing like going to Matt, going with Matt to like art school or something. That's the advice for everyone: get out of Dylan. Get out of Dylan. <laughs> is the advice, unless you're Tim Riggins, because you're yeah. never getting yeah, out of Dylan. Stay in Dylan. <laughs> you're never getting out of D- Dylan. That's it. That's literally he little rotten Dylan. 
you and Billy have to stay. Everyone else can there'll go. Be, there'll be a statue built of Tim Riggins. Exactly. And, um, he a loves that place. statue. Exactly. Uh, last but not least, how would you have handled the situation with Coach after he walked in on Matt and Julie? I would have just ran away. I would have, I, if I was mad, I would not be able to look him in the eye like he did. Like he couldn't. I, uh, at that age, it's just way more detrimental to your well being to have this happen to you. Yeah, uh, I would have just quit the football team. Yeah, would, same. I would have had no, I would have had no, right? I would have had no other option. No, I would not. I would, I would do what. Uh, Landry suggested and not not look look him in the eye ever uh, and just I mean completely how he handled it, just not do anything until coach talked to him about it and then just like be like yeah you're you're absolutely right yeah he did exactly what he could have like he's lucky enough that coach decided to talk to him about it as opposed to like Matt having yeah. to go and seek him I've... out to talk about it because that just <laughs> way worse i feel like everyone involved handled this surprisingly well yeah like, I, I had forgotten yeah. how this plays out but i could have easily seen just like julie and her parents getting in screaming matches you know but yeah. it, i mean it ended up working out really well for everyone yeah agreed it was the most mature version of this storyline that i've seen at least Absolutely. while we've been podcasting i was very impressed yeah yeah it was really good Thank you. Matt, do you have any questions for us before we move on to our other segments? Oh, my God. Questions for you? Man, I, sh- <laughs> no I should have came prepared. No Not pressure. off the top of my head. But I'll no, let you know no pressure. We talked about okay. most of it. So. Yeah. Okay. You're all good. All right. Okay. Let's go into our segments. What was your favorite quote from the episode list? What do you have? Um, I had, he was at a business meeting at the landing strip. <laughs> Tammy. But then I also liked you always just pop up in the most random places. Oh my god, I had I had that times. one as one of mine too. Landry. Landry Landry's line delivery is so perfect. So good. He's like, so what good. the hell are you doing here? Matt, did you have any other quotes? Oh uh, yeah, I have so many, but I think my like I said, I think my favorite is when uh coach is going off at the ref and he says, You know what you are? You're a no a no calling son of a bitch. That's what you are, Bill. You're a no calling son of a bitch. Give me a flag. Give me a damn flag. Let me see it. I want to see it. I'd do anything to see it. (laughs) I love that whole part. He was so (laughs) fired up. I've never seen him like that before. Yeah. It was so so good. It was so so good. Uh, I have, you know, you drink milk, the young, wholesome milk drinking QB, Madison. What do you think about this yeah. scene, Matt, with her giving Absolutely him not. a glass of milk? I, if, anyone, if anyone drinks milk straight out of a, straight, just Concerning. straight milk, I'm running the opposite yeah. way. Like, <laughs> absolutely not. Like, when's yeah. the last time you had a glass of milk? Never. Never by itself. Ever, ever, ever. Maybe when I was six. I don't know. Right? <laughs> but Unless no, I'm dipping sure cookies not. in it or it's in my cereal, I was never drinking milk. Red red flag. Red flag. That's actually that's actually why I hate uh, JD McCoy so much is just because he drank that milk. <laughs> that's with the, it with the milk mustache. Oh my god. Oh, gross. Uh, coach's corner. What was our favorite coaching moment in this episode, Matt? I've got to go with uh, Mrs. Coach when she and Julie are finally able to have that conversation. I, I th- it's so perfect. Tammy handles it so well. And Julie is great, too. I, I, coming from a show where I talk about Gossip Girl, where uh, 
all of the parents are pretty much terrible. Mm-hmm. It is so refreshing to have like good parents in a show where I mean, it, it's I, I could I could talk about this scene forever, but I just think it, it was just handled. I'm sure you guys already talked about it in, in the recap, but it was just like she didn't judge her at all. She stayed very calm. She just asked even like when Julie got uncomfortable, she still made sure Julie like knew the advice that she needed to hear. And then then she cries and, and she like explains why she's crying and then they hug. Like it, it was perfect. This is the scene that really got me. I was crying all throughout the scene. It was beautiful. It, was it so really good. was. That it was really my was. favorite coaching moment. It was, it was mine as well, but it hadn't happened yet. So mine that I had chosen in my notes was coach with buddy at the diner. Oh, that was good too. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, I had that as a your kids come front. You're first. Your kids come first. Like, this yeah. is all, the one thing you have in your life. And I'm like, ah, oh, that was really good, coach. Yeah, that was another thing. Buddy, like, just refusing to take accountability before, like, the very end of the episode when it was already too late. Yeah. yeah. And, like, when, when coach first goes to talk to him, Buddy's like, don't worry about it. You got a game to focus on. Focus on the Panthers. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, like, in jail. He's and in he's, jail. Still talking about, he's still talking about the Panthers. He's like, you're not leaving here, by the way. <laughs> buddy. Uh, they're so obs- I I mean, I get it. Like, that's the whole purpose of the show is football. But everyone is so obsessed. Mm-hmm. They can't see through it. Seriously. Even Buddy sitting in jail. He's like, Friday night's game. Friday night's game. It's dedication. <laughs> what? Crazy. Yeah. yeah. All right. MVP and shittiest. Matt, who was your MVP? Okay. I unfortunately couldn't find a way to give this to my favorite character, Tyra, because she doesn't have the best episode. Although yeah. she does come through at the end, getting getting Landry a gig. So I'm going to give it to my second favorite character, Tim Riggins. And I'm a little surprised because he really wasn't in the episode until like the last 10 minutes. But he once he's there, he shines. He supports Lila. He's there for gives her a place to live, refuses to let Buddy inside to talk to her no matter, no matter how much he's like screaming. He gives the JD, JD the pep talk he needs to get him to like finally disobey his dad and talk to a girl. And then he wins the game for the Panthers with the touchdown at the end. So like Tim has a very good 10 minutes. He does. Very good. He does have a good 10 minutes. <laughs> he has yes. about even 10, 10 minutes, if that. You know, well yeah, yeah, exactly. Well but said. yeah, he did have a good ten minutes in this episode. I highly enjoyed him, but I actually picked his better half, Lila. That's who I chose as well. The second week in I a thought row, about Lila as I well. Think. I think mm-hmm. I also chose her last wow. week because, mm-hmm. which is surprising. Um, I just really loved the way she spoke to her father. She's like, "You're actually not going to disrespect me. You're not going to say the things about me that aren't true, and you're the reason why we're in this predicament, Dad. So, screw you." <laughs> Give me some time. Exactly. We did have votes for Tammy and Landry. Also solid choices. Yep, thought of them too. There were a lot of options for this episode. There were. There it usually was a really are. good episode. It's, it was yeah. really it's, good. It's usually difficult to pick an MVP and it's really hard to pick a shittiest. Who did you pick for your shittiest, Matt? Well, yeah, I unfortunately have to uh, give the shittiest to Buddy. Like like I said, I'm a Buddy defender to a point. And, like, one of the funniest characters in, in my mind, but losing his daughter's college money because he made a bad investment is, like I said, unforgivable. And then doubling down, he's, like, taking it out on Lila. He's blaming it on her mother and, like, yeah. anyone else besides himself. He, like, doesn't take accountability. I mean, his... His phone call at the end when he leaves her message is very touching. Like he's telling that he loves her, that it's his fault, but it's just far too late at that mm-hmm. point. And I don't blame Lila for not answering. So yeah, got to definitely be buddy for this one. Agreed. Well said. Is that who you chose? Absolutely. Yeah, I chose him as well. We had votes for Joe and then the ref. Yeah, I figured people <laughs> might put the ref. <laughs> Didn't think of the ref, but that's a, that's a good one. Yeah. 
No, the ref was. Just I mean, a why dick. is it just? Why is it just like so known that the ref is like going to miss calls for them right? and allow late hits? Like, what does this ref have against them? And like, why is it such an open secret? Is this a and thing? they tried to get it overturned, I don't know. But, but they yeah, weren't. And they, they couldn't. Well, that's the thing. Like, can you? put in a bid for a different ref like i have no idea how football works oh how yeah i don't i don't, I don't know how sports football works work. either i, have no I mean idea. i guess it it makes sense that you could probably do that i'm sure you, you know because they're biased like that's the whole thing about refereeing right. is like you right. literally have to be like yeah. that play either has you know this happening or this happening and it's however they see it yeah so it's it's really like up to their interpretation and if obviously they don't like one side that they're not going to give it to them. Mm. Mm. Unfair. <laughs> it is unfair. has to be a better way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what don't it is. To, but... yeah, hopefully they don't have to deal with that ref at uh, next week's game. Yeah, hopefully not. Yeah. All right. So the emoji for this episode, Liz, what were you thinking to pair with I... the giving tree? Well, can we do a tree? Is that Wait. like really Ooh. random? We could absolutely do a tree. Matt, did, I don't know if you had any thoughts. We usually pair no, an emoji. I don't know. To an I don't even know what the emoji like. I don't ever use emojis, unfortunately. I don't even know what they what emojis exist out there. Wow. wow there's really? Like, there's like, <laughs> Can I spam yeah. your box with just like emoji, emoji, emojis? <laughs> yeah, sure. If you, if you really want to. I rarely use emojis. There's like a couple that I'll use in, in rare circumstances. What is but, like your favorite um, I, I, that you rarely use? I, I I'll do the hang loose sign sometimes. That's my favorite. And then, I love that one too. <laughs> and then I'll do the the uh, the hard eyes emoji sometimes, mm-hmm. and then the eye roll emoji. Those are like the three that I'll use. I mean, yeah. those, those are, are like classic three, three solid. Right. Well, yeah, choices. because you can't like you never really text someone like I'm rolling my eyes at you right now. You kind of just have to <laughs> right. send them <laughs> send them the emoji. Right. <laughs> What I else should do we that? Do, well, I we I had the idea trick. of the boy and the girl with the heart between them for mules. Okay. For Matt and Julie, because they love each other. Sure. I feel like I'm not selling it right. No, I mean, that sounds good to me. Because <laughs> Liz is like, mm, well, let's do a tree instead. I think she really liked the tree. Idea. No, we don't, we don't, the tree doesn't make sense other than the title and the, well, the book. All right. How about this? To let us know that you listened to this episode, send us a tree, send us a boy girl heart or send us a hang ten. There yeah, it is. There you go. <laughs> the best Deal- of all worlds. Exactly. Dealer's choice. You can take that emoji, stick it in an Apple podcast review. If you're listening over there, please rate us five stars and leave us a review. It would mean the world to us, but you could send it to us in a DM, Total Betty Podcast Network on Instagram. You could email us, talkintexasforever at gmail.com. You can send it on Discord or send it over on Patreon. We just want to know you got this far and that you're listening. Thank I have a so question much. for Matt. Yeah. Yes. So... Obviously, without giving too much away, um, who is your favorite relationship on this show? Have we met Ooh, them yet? That's so tough. Um, man, I we so I don't know. I really gravitate more towards like the friendships in in the in the show mm-hmm. more so than relationships. I mean, Matt and Julie is is a classic. I I always have a soft spot for Julie, even though she seems like a pretty hated character. I don't I don't <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> Sorry. But, yeah. <laughs> it's it's not I don't hate her, but I understand like the fandom maybe doesn't like her that yeah, much. I, feel like I, I, I can kind I of like get I, it. I, I'm always defending these these the younger teenage girls on these shows, like your your Jenny Humphrey or Love your Jenny. or your Julie yeah. Taylor or your or your Rory Gilmore even. I'm d de- I defend Love all Rory. of them. Good. I feel like people hate her too. Anyway, that's besides the point. But <laughs> I, I mean 
Uh, yeah, I guess I would say Matt and Julie. I mean, there's not there's none really that that stand out to me, really. I, there is some uh, there's a really nice kind of friendship slash relationship that I really like in the next season. But I won't I won't spoil you on it. OK, I look forward to that. I'm wondering which one that is. Yeah, you guys should talk on the side about it. I'm going to send yeah. Matt a book of emojis. Emojis. And then in the middle of it, be like, who is your favorite friendship? <laughs> emoji, 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 emoji. <laughs> yeah, that'll be in the exclusive chat. That's yes. right. Yes. There you go. <laughs> That's right. All right, Liz, who is our booster of the week? Booster of the week. You're a total booster. Our booster is Michael. Funny enough, he's in the chat. Hey, Michael. Right now. It's rigged. It was rigged. It was rigged. (laughs) (laughs) I chose Mike because he has been sending his emails, maybe some extra emails, if you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. um, during the last, I mean, God, like eight weeks of this of We Are Liars, and he's been sending them for this podcast. So just wanted to shout him out, say thank you so much for your continued, continued, continued support. We love you. We love chatting with you. You truly are one of the one of the OGs at this point because the circle of uh of patrons has I feel like the there's not many Treehole talk people left and then it was like the new the new class of like let's talk oc listeners and then he w- came in with those people the and new wave the new wave of of patrons but i mean there's not that many of those left either so yeah <laughs> thank you so much mike we we love and appreciate you and we look forward to speaking with you every single day because that's what the chat goes every single day <laughs> hey if you want to be a part of that Fun Betty Discord chat. That's a Patreon <laughs> exclusive. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Link in bio. Okay, Liz, I'm going to give you a look into next game's playbook. You haven't Season- said that in so long. Well, I could do whatever I want. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> okay. Uh, season three, episode 11, A Hard Rain's Gonna Fall. Oh. And the quote, I have seven kinds of tea. It's going to be magical, Tyra. Tyra I thought that was gonna be Lorraine (laughs) Tyra she's got seven types of tea it's gonna be magical are they high what (laughs) what I would just never picture Tyra ever saying that coming out of her mouth well maybe she's like getting all up in her head about this Landry attraction thing or what she thinks is the attraction thing. And she thinks like he's going to come over and she's going to make him like, she's going to get all nervous. And so she's going to like suggest like seven different types of tea Mm -hmm. while they study. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, Are we going to get the SATs next week or do we ever see them get the, do the SATs? Did we do that already? We get, we'll get some scores. We'll oh. see how we do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what do you think is going to happen with Coach and this whole thrown out of the game situation? I mean, I didn't think anything of it until you guys were talking about How it. could like, you not? I mean, well, I mean about- it was one game. It's right. like he's still the coach. Yeah. What are they going to okay. do? Like, it, I don't know if it's – is it the league that technically is suspended? Bending, he, they sus- 
suspended. Wow, it's a tongue twister. <laughs> suspended him for just the one game for the rest of the game. So, like, doesn't he just get to go back and do the fun stuff again? Like, what is he, is he suspended again? Mm-hmm. Um, I think people will be happy with Wayne and maybe that will get in his head a little bit. Um, and maybe they will favor him over coach and coach will kind of have to like regain his momentum and his, um, uh, like self worth, I guess in a way, uh, back with the team and take them to state because I guess they're going to state. I mean, it makes sense. It's the last, it's it's our kids last state. So I'm assuming they go and I'm assuming they win if I had to guess. Yeah. Okay. Do you think Lila's going to go home? Um, maybe not. Epi- epi- wow. The speech now is just not happening. Powering um, maybe, down. <laughs> maybe it's, not it's tough sometimes. next episode, but maybe the episode after. Maybe her and Buddy will like rekin- rekindle by the finale. Okay. Not that like it matters all that much to me because I really don't care what happens to Buddy. But <laughs> I care about what happens to Lila. I'm actually really rooting for her these past few episodes. So I'm I'm hopeful Good. that she has a nice path onto whatever's next for her. Um, Matt, do you know if Julie is a junior or a senior right now? Isn't she a junior? I do. You do Julie, know. Yeah, Julie is a junior right now. She's still she's still in high school next okay. season. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. She, she's young. She's younger. Yeah. Right. That, that would make sense to me. That makes sense. Okay. Well, thank you for clarifying because of Michelle, course. Yes. I said that, to Michelle. That's something that I, sorry. I, I was just gonna say that's something I obsess over and it's really annoying because in these teens dramas, like the continuity, especially with like the OC, it's all <laughs> over the place. But like, I am always trying to like figure out exactly. That's why I loved to go on another tangent there's an era in Degrassi where all the seniors have one color shirt all the juniors have another color shirt and like I loved that era because I could easily tell how yes. old everyone is it's something <laughs> that I'm always concerned about who's graduating who's going to be here next season well I mean we harp on those things too so like each week this show I think out of all the shows we podcasted about this one has been the worst to figure out oh it's so bad what age these people are um, so that way I can like kind of gouge what's going to happen next but it's been impossible for me to because yeah. I never know how old these people are going to be. Like they all of a sudden threw in that Jason Street is a year is two years older than Tim. Right, and then, which just makes sense. But now like Landry best friends, is, which, is yeah. Landry a senior now or is he a junior? He's also a junior, right? Okay, because him and Julie yeah. were the same age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Him and him and Julie will still be in high school. But yeah, it's okay. like, I think in like the first season they like flat out said Jason Street's a senior, Smash is a junior, Matt Saracen is a sophomore. So they're like, okay, those are the only things we have to follow. Everyone else will just decide when we need to. Right. I know. Yeah, and that's exactly what's happened. And it's yeah, very frustrating exactly. to watch <laughs> when you dissect a show like what we're doing. It's like a very important and vital information for you to be able to like predict what's going to happen and know how old they are. I completely relate. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, and especially when they change it, when they're right, we're going on course and then it totally doesn't follow that course. Right. Yeah. All right. Last but not least, we do have Will's football poetry corner. (laughs) List is like, oh, right. We do that (laughs) every week. Right. Ejection. When a player or coach is ejected from a game, they must leave the field until the game is finished. Coach Taylor is ejected from the game after being dejected when he found his darling Juliet in bed with her Romeo. (laughs) Buddy is ejected from the landing strip when a business deal goes south, 
and later gets ejected from the Reagan's residence. Finally, a new redhead Madison is initially dejected after JD's daddy bullies him into putting her on the proverbial back burner, while until JD asks her to roll up in her silver Prius after the game so he can, mmm, apologize. Eye emoji, eye emoji, eye emoji. <laughs> Very good. Oh my God. Beautiful, yes. beautiful as always. The fact. The fact that you still didn't realize that Coach got ejected after Will's poem, too, is just funny to me. <laughs> he literally is like, the word is ejection. And Michelle's like, I thought he just walked off the field. <laughs> Interesting word to use, but all right, I guess. Don't know how that relates to this episode. And I read it and I was like, wow, this is so good. And the use of ejected so and then dejected and JD and Juliet. And I'm like, okay, okay, I'm following. Yep. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. He's going to hit up an open mic oh, night gosh, with you someday. Right? right. A Friday oh, Night Lights themed open mic night. Yes, so they're good. always so good. Thank you so much, Will. Hey, Matt, thanks so much for joining. Will you come back, please? <laughs> oh, my God. I'd be so honored. Like I said, my favorite seasons are still but, yet to come. Yeah. So if you ever want that, you don't even need to ask me three more times. <laughs> you can just ask me once and I will be there. I I have so much fun here. I love the show. Aww. I love you guys. I love all your podcasts. It's Dream Thanks so much. Dream. Hey, oh, that's uh, so sweet. Thank you. Plug Lonely Boys and anything else you're doing. Plug, where plug, can plug. people follow you and send you emojis and listen? <laughs> oh my god, emojis. yes. Um, follow me on Twitter at MaddieFresh24. It's the only social media I use, so follow me there. I'm very active. I, I think you'll like what you see. I, I'll be tweeting about all, watching One Tree Hill right now. Some doing some great One Tree Hill tweets as I watch. Um, and then, of course, subscribe and download the Lonely Boys podcast where me and my good friend are going through every episode of Gossip Girl one week at a time, one episode at a time. I, of course, know the show very well as this is like my fifth time watching and he knows the show not at all as this is his first time watching. And we we have a lot of fun recapping the insanity that happens on the Upper East Side over there. Awesome. So Love much. it. Love it. So much insanity. All <laughs> of Matt's link. Links will be in our show notes. So if you would rather click away, then just go there and we'll have them linked. Perfect. Thank you so much, Matt. This was so much fun. Can't wait to discuss season four and five because I'll just have you back for all those too. Oh yeah. my God. Great. All right. For sure. For sure. I can't Thank wait. you for listening. Please come back next week. We'll be back with episode 11, A Hard Rain's Gonna Fall. Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at TalkingTexasForever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram at TotalBettyPodcast.org. This has been a Total Betty Podcast. Produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora. 